0: Enough of the early season cupcake games. We've got Big Ten versus Big Ten. That's right, Penn State versus Illinois this weekend. And I'll even tell you who's going to win this one and why. Locked on Big Ten starts right now. You are Locked on Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We, of course, are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we're brought to you by Jace Medical. And, of course, you can empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics, that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jasemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. On today's show, going to feature the Penn State versus Illinois game going into this weekend. And I found out what Jim Harbaugh does on his free weekends. You don't want to miss that. Plus, we'll have our Big Ten Classics. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcasts. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right. Penn state and Illinois. That is the noon kickoff game on Fox. Now Penn state is a two touchdown favorite in this one. I think 15 points last time I check and, um, Illinois coming off an eight win season last year, but they're coming off a loss against Kansas and a very shaky win against, uh, Toledo in week one that uh, went right down to the wire. So, I'm going to tell you why Penn State's going to win this game. And not because, you know, they're highly ranked and Illinois isn't. And there's a lot to partake in this football game. So we will get you all caught up with everything going on. The 2-0 Nittany Lions are coming off a 63-7 beatdown, of course, over Delaware. I've said many times, kind of treated it like a, a scrimmage, if you will. But you kind of get the feeling now after the Delaware game and the West Virginia game, Penn State is kind of looking to pick on somebody their own size and measure up a little bit, so I think they are uh, they're looking forward to to all of that. Meanwhile, Illinois, as I said, good team last year, good team this year. I mean, they've had some problems, but their strength last year was their defense, and a lot of that defense is now playing in the NFL, and that's something they've got to look at here as well. Uh, They do um, they got lineman Keith Keith Randolph Jr. and uh, Jerzon Newton. Both combined for 27 tackles for loss last year, so the the cupboard's not completely empty there. In their opening uh, week squeaker over Toledo, the Rockets, though, did put up 416 yards of offense. And then Illinois turned around, and they gave up 539 yards to Kansas, 262 in rushing. So against the Jayhawks, Illini gave up nine yards per pass and six yards per rush. Enter Penn State. Have you met the dynamic duel in the backfield they have rushing for them? Nick Singleton, Katron Smith. They're about as good as it gets anywhere, not just the Big Ten. They potentially could have a field day here. Um, and let's not forget Drew Aller. He's he's like a, a, a new sports car coming right out of the garage, humming on all cylinders. Everything's working really well. However, this will be Aller's first road start, and a conference road start at that. So far, he's only played in front of those adoring fans out there at Beaver Stadium, and he's played in games where Penn State has been a heavy, heavy favorite. Road games in the conference can be tricky, though. And he did play a bit in a road game last year. You remember the – I think it was season opener, right, against Purdue? He did go in there and played a little bit, two for four, 26 yards, just playing just a little bit there. This Illinois crowd is going to be ready. I don't know if they're going to be like uh, Washington State's crowd was for Wisconsin last week but they'll be ready and they're planning an orange out everybody going to be wearing orange now there will be uh, remain to be seen if it's as intimidating as an as a Penn State white out but they're going to give it a go and uh, I think it'll be a, a lot of fun and a fun atmosphere there and uh, Aller, he get a lot of protection from left tackle Olu Fushanu if you haven't seen him play probably the best offensive lineman in the country only played 22 snaps versus Delaware last week, um, but again, he's he's one of the best, so he'll be out there as well. Now, Penn State's not a perfect team. They're a really good team, and they're going to do some good things, but they're not perfect. They've had a little trouble with the kicking game so far here in the early season, and also occasionally they've had trouble stopping the run. Not all the time, but... Garrett Green, a West Virginia quarterback, ran 15 times for 71 yards, r- just ran right up them. So that's something they got to shore up a little bit. I'm pretty confident they're going to and, and get all that fixed up. They'll be facing an Illinois quarterback in Luke Altmyer, who leads the Fighting Illini in rushing also. Well, he's, a, he's a quarterback that's has some success running the ball, 139 yards and two touchdowns so far this year, much like Garrett Green from West Virginia. So... Something to keep an eye on in this football game is the are the fighting line? are they getting the running game going via the, the quarterback? And um, maybe you can make some comparisons to the West Virginia game, anyway. Um, you know, he's he's the old miss transfer, by the way. Altmeyer, that was named the starting quarterback a little bit, he's throwing one touchdown pass through a couple of interceptions though against the Jayhawks, so he doesn't quite have it all together just yet either. So those are a couple of things I want you to keep an eye on with this football game, and you can agree or disagree whether you think these are some of the keys of the game. Hit me up on uh, Twitter at TalkBig10, or any comments will be welcome on YouTube if that's where you're checking this podcast out. At the press conferences earlier this week, Brett Bielema, uh, a strange moment, if you will. Talk about Penn State's recruiting and how they're allowed to do things there that allow them to get these skill players. I think everybody playing on a level playing field, he that Bielema can get these guys too? I don't know. But I didn't know if he was taking a shot at Penn State in their name, image, and likeness deals and their ability to raise big money, or if it was a veiled shot at his own administration's lack of nil opportunities and their lack of ability to attract players there at Illinois. Interesting, Interesting comment. I think it might have been some of the latter. I don't know that he was necessarily taking a shot at Penn State. I think he's maybe um you know making a making a note a point for his uh, his people at Illinois. by the way, James Franklin you know he was always crying poor. he felt like Penn State was behind in the nil game for a while up until recently he started to kind of soften his stance it took him a while he said they were behind behind the times a little bit up until like this year uh overall Penn State leads this series 20 to 6. And when these two uh, played in 2011, by the way, it was Joe Paterno's last game of his career, but uh, it was the last time these two met two years ago that still has everybody talking. That was, you remember, that was the nine overtime game, nine overtimes most ever in college football history. Illinois won that game 20 to 18. It was at Beaver Stadium, by the way, too. But uh, bottom line, I think this year, this time around, I think this is going to be a fairly easy win for Penn State against the Fighting Illini, and even if even if it's close early, I think Penn State's just going to wear them down. That's how I see this game playing out on, on Saturday. Uh, in the it's-not-too-early-to-look-ahead category, the Nittany Lions return home next week. They got their whiteout game against ranked Iowa to take on the Hawkeyes, and Illinois They get a little bit of a break from playing a tough team like Penn State, going to take on Florida Atlantic before they then travel to purdue and that'll be industry games because ryan walters came from illinois now he's the head coach at purdue so again welcome all of your comments on twitter and on youtube and i have a question for you now you ever wonder what jim harbaugh does in his free time with all these suspensions and whatnot um i'll tell you i'll tell you what he did last weekend we found out we will share that with you right here on locked on big 10 All right, I want to go ahead and tell you about a sponsor that we're very excited about here on Lockdown Big Ten, and that is Jace Medical. Jace Medical. What do they do? They provide five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. and it all comes in a Jace case. And what is a Jace case? Well, uh, it's, it's, it's full of antibiotics to use in emergency because there are times in life where we have disasters, emergency planning, hurricanes, pandemics, uh, supply chain problems in this country now all of a sudden. So get yourself a Jay's case to have uh, have these emergency uh, antibiotics on hand at all times. And when you sign up with this, you get ongoing care from their physicians. And treatment to related questions are always welcome. And this is doctor-created and doctor-recommended. So don't be caught unprepared. Everyone should empower themselves and care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. And one thing we have learned over the last few years, the unexpected does happen. Jace medical is simple. You just go online, you fill out a form and then you get a prescription, uh, with uh, light or you you get the prescription, life-saving medications right to your door. Uh, the Jace case gives you peace of mind. So that you're not just hoping you have access to medication in an emergency, you actually get it. Jace Medical make sure you have the medication on hand. You can save more than three hundred and sixty dollars by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional twenty dollars off by using my code. Locked on. All right, my code. Just type in the code locked on at checkout. At jacemedical.com. That's uh, Jace, J A S E, medical.com. Again, jacemedical.com. All right. So, uh, what? Uh, let's talk about Jim Harbaugh, Michigan, for just a minute here. And uh, first of all, he um, he's suspended for another game. He still holds his press conferences, even though he's suspended. He's allowed to do all that, right? And he's been holding practice and all that. Everything's been normal, except he hasn't been there on Saturdays. and But he still makes headlines during his press conferences as well. Uh, weeks after calling J.J. McCarthy a once-in-a-generation quarterback, he doubled down again. He said this, uh, this time he compared him to Andrew Locke, who he once coached at Stanford. He says J.J.'s making NFL throws. His accuracy is off the charts. In fact, he's putting a ball just six inches in front of the numbers for these receivers. He also praised Kenneth Grant and Mason Graham's play in the entire front seven defensively. He's very happy. So when his suspension is over, he's going to be coming right back to a team that he is uh, thrilled to be a part of. Now, um, what does Jim Harbaugh do during his timeout? Now, we know the first game he went over to um, – uh Sharon Moore's house. Who is also the offensive corner He had to sit out one game. He's back. So Harbaugh went to his house and watched the game. Week one, week two, the second game of the three-game suspension. When they were busy beating UNLV, he worked on a chain gang at uh, his son Jack's football game. His son Jack is a quarterback, a tight end, and a linebacker. Then he went and mowed the yard, the front yard. Then he watched Michigan beat UNLV, and he took his kids to McDonald's at halftime, and then he came back and mowed the backyard after the game. By the way, dude makes eight nine million dollars a year, isn't somebody mowing his yard for him, I, or did he just give him the week off? So anyway, that's what uh, that's what Jim Harbaugh did uh, during this game. I don't know what he's going to do this Saturday. Maybe he's going to mow the yard again. I'm not sure. Now over at Michigan State, we have acting head coach Harlan Barnett. Uh, he met the media for the first time uh, with the press conference on Tuesday morning. And, of course, he's taking over from Mel Tucker during Tucker's suspension following sexual harassment accusations. He said, quote, we have a mission to complete, so we are mission-focused, unquote. Uh, also should point out that both Noah Kim, the quarterback for the Spartans, and Nathan Carter, the running back, they both leave the the Big Ten in passing and rushing, respectively. So they uh, they got things going in the right direction. And, um, they get, except for coaching with all this thing that's going on. So, um, anyway, we'll just, um, kind of see how this plays out over here the next couple of days and a couple of weeks going into the season, Nebraska is 0 and two. And Matt rule says Nebraska is not going to waste a crisis. are calling this a crisis. Now he says, we're learning to win, but it's going to be painful. He says, this is what you get when you hire me. Thought that was an interesting statement. We are building uh, a foundation that won't crack. Not looking for a quick fix. Remember, he kind of took a shot at Dion a few weeks back when he said, look, man, we're not just bringing in guys and kicking out guys. We're starting. We're bringing in our own guys. We're going to develop them. Uh, Dion took notice of that, by the way, that comment. Uh, but we're going to build a foundation that won't crack. This is no quick fix. Our goal as a staff is to look back at these days three years from now and go, wow, those days were our best coaching when we got this thing started. So that's what he said at his press conference. P.J. Fleck held a press conference. They all hold them all every week, you know. So uh, he spoke about his upcoming game against North Carolina at Chapel Hill. This is this is maybe the more interesting game this week. We're going to talk about this one tomorrow on our podcast. You know, he's like, all right, how do you stop a Tar Heel offense that has Drake May, a quarterback, a Heisman candidate? He said, look, it's difficult to stop them. You try and slow them down, get them off balance, try to eliminate explosive plays, try to get them third and long, get some turnovers. And then he said, that's all you got to do. And then everybody kind of laughed because that's, that's a lot that you have to do. So uh, anyway, that, uh, that is going to be a game we're going to keep an eye on. We're going to talk more about on the podcast tomorrow. Other notes, the Hoosiers play Louisville in Indianapolis this weekend, not Bloomington. It's in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Field, the home of the Indianapolis Colts. And the Hoosiers are working on canceling some future games with Louisville, and they're receiving a little bit of criticism for it. And I'll point out that due to Indiana's annual competitors in the Big Ten East up to this point and the rest of their conference schedule, IU averages 2.7%. Top 10, candidate, top 10 teams on their, on their schedule every year. So almost three teams on their schedule, of the 12 games, uh, uh, one-fourth of them are, are usually ranked inside the top 10. One of the toughest schedules in America, year in and year out. So why not lighten the load just a little bit? You know, bump off a Louisville game, replace them with a ball state. I don't know. I'm just spitballing out there. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, you try and get one more win here or there so you can maybe get into a bowl game. And I don't blame them at all. I don't think there's anything wrong with that whatsoever. So that's, that's what they're trying to do. That's the story behind the scenes with that. And then also want to mention that Friday night, Maryland plays Virginia tech. So we got another Friday night lights game into big 10. We're also going to look a little bit more at that too. Tomorrow, but Maryland is going with the blackout uniforms They have the black helmets with the red cursive Terps on the sides. Good luck. And it's also your chance to see on national TV Friday night, one of the best running backs in the country in Roman Hemby, along with Talia tonga Boyle as as their quarterback. So all that coming up on Friday. Speaking of coming up on Friday, as you know, if you've been watching this channel or any of our other Locked On College channels along the way here on the Locked On Network, you know that on Fridays live – at eleven a.m. Eastern, eleven to one, we got the Lockdown College Football Kickoff Live Show every Friday. I contribute to it. All your favorite hosts contribute to it, and it's a lot of fun. Round robin talking about everything going on in college football. But check that out Friday. It'll be on this big Lockdown Big Ten channel as well as all the others at that time too. At eleven a.m. every Friday, uh, check it out. Uh, Lockdown, uh, the Lockdown College YouTube channels all have them. And again, it's called the Lockdown College Football Kickoff Live. So take a uh, look at that on Friday. Mark your calendars. And um, meanwhile, uh, while we're talking here, I would like you to subscribe to this channel if you don't mind. I'm asking you a favor. We're getting close to 3,500. We are just rolling up there. Very happy about that. Please share, follow, and like Lockdown Big Ten. Coming up next, we've got our weekly feature, our Big Ten Classics, all that right here. On Lockdown Big Ten. And I want to tell you about game time. Maybe you're going to a game this weekend. Maybe you don't have your tickets yet. Not a problem. Just get the game time app. and um, this is this is a great deal. and this applies to everything. sports, football, basketball, baseball, uh, concerts, comedy shows, theater, everything you get the game time app. It's all at your fingertips. Just a couple of clicks and boom, it's, it's on your phone, no emails, nothing to shuffle through just right on your phone, your tickets. And they're just, they're easy to find and, and buy tickets to anything you want to go to. Plus they always have the image of the view of the seat you just bought. So, you know, you're getting ahead of time. They got their lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection. Got all that. It's the place to go for last minute ticket deals. You uh, they got the exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball. Like I said, all that stuff right there at your fingertips. It is um, the fastest growing ticketing app in the country because it is so easy and it is great. And you can buy the tickets in like seconds. And again, they go right to your phone with like the two taps. Uh, you can snag the tickets without any stress on game time. And that's part of the problem. You all decide you're going to go to an event. All right, who's going to be in charge of tickets? Well, if it's you, that can be stressful. So don't worry about it. They got you covered. It's very, very easy. Here's the deal. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and the redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. So download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Okay, so let's uh, let's get into this a little bit here. We got uh, you know every Thursday the Big Ten Classics on the Big Ten Network that we like to do, right? And uh, a lot there've been a there've been a few less, uh, shall we say, classics, and a few more live games, but uh, that's okay. We put those on there as well because then they usually turn those live games around into some editing later on. So I'm going to put this on the screen and you can take a look at it. And then we'll pick it up with Saturday. I usually pick it up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I decided to pick it up here this week and just do uh, Saturday and Sunday. So it's up here on the screen and going to make it big there. All right. So Saturday on the 16th, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern time, they got an Illinois football classic, the 2007 Penn state at Illinois game. So since Penn State and Illinois are playing for uh, for this weekend, then we decided to go back in time and watch the 2007 one. That was with uh, Aurelius Bent. Kickoff return for touchdown, caught a touchdown pass. And that Illinois team was pretty good. They went on to the 08 Rose Bowl in January. Then at 10 a.m., Big Ten Network, they got the Big Ten tailgate from Wisconsin. Going to be doing it from Camp Randall. Everybody's all excited about that. It's always a great place to be on game day. And then that will lead right into their broadcast at noon of Georgia Southern at Wisconsin. They follow that at 3.30 with the Western Michigan game at Iowa, followed by the night game, Bowling Green at Michigan, 7.30. By the way, I just found out Michigan's going with the all-blue unis, the blue pants and the blue jerseys for that game. And uh, as we look ahead to Sunday, September 17th, at 11 a.m., they got a, a. They're once in a while they do a Trailblazers feature. Trailblazers, they going to feature Tony Dungy, of course. Tony Dungy used to be with the Minnesota Golden Gophers, played quarterback there, and I personally know Tony. I think he's one of the greatest people on earth. So that'll be worth your watch. Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. That leads into one o'clock, a Big Ten football in 60, where they've edited Northern Illinois and Nebraska again this weekend. Northern Illinois is taking on Nebraska, but here they're going to show you the 2019 matchup between these two teams. That's the one with Adrian Martinez, and they won 44 to 8. And then they've got that 2 p.m., the Illinois Football Classic, another Illinois Penn State game from 2015. That's where David Reisner had the 36 yard game winning kick. So all that is coming up. You'd be very, uh, very excited to check all that out on the TV over the weekend for sure. All right. Um, I want to thank you all for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day and you everydayers out there. Our uh, next show, we're going to take a hard look at the upcoming weekend number three with all the Big Ten action. And again, other than the Penn State-Illinois game, everybody's playing somebody out of conference. I'm most intrigued by Minnesota at, at North Carolina. And then next weekend, uh, a lot of the teams get into playing other Big Ten teams. Although next weekend is, is Notre Dame and Ohio State, too. So a lot of big football games coming up on the schedule. In the meantime, love to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter at TalkBig10. That's with the number 10. And then our website also, uh, talkbig10.com. Again, the number 10, not T-E-N. So it's uh, talkbig10.com, talkbig10.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on all your favorite podcast apps. And you'll, uh, you'll get the latest episode of Locked On Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Love having you with us all the time. And I also invite you to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast for all the latest on everything else going on in sports. Make sure you're in the know. In the meantime, have yourself a great day. I thank you as always for checking us out. I'm Craig Sheeman for Locked On Big Ten.